0: You're listening to episode 64 of the 11th Hour Podcast. I and Sam Melanchon of Debacle Records. I'm Brad Rose of Foxy Digitalis. Each week, one of us picks a rancid or rancid adjacent song and talks about all our complicated feelings. Uh, this week was my pick, and uh, I picked a, I don't know. A a solid banger from uh, Life Won't Wait. Uh, We're going to talk about Lady Liberty. liberty comes on the uh, sort of the beginning of the second half you know early on the second half switch that i think of being kind of like this run of semi-political or socially aware songs on though really a lot of life on Way is i don't know why my brain always thinks of it as being this chunk of very new york centric <laughs> yeah. and very um i can kind of see that though uh, you know yeah. what i mean there's like the cocktail the wool like 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 uh the state house and like that like i don't know there's this kind of chunk of stuff that's kind right. of like i even 1998 even even though it's a very personal song is also about the change in new york and stuff like there's this kind of social political chunk in the middle back half of life on Wait that i think of as a sweet. it's right in the middle of it uh life on Wait, of course came out in june uh 30th of 1998 uh <laughs> The, the thing I was just thinking about, it's so funny being a rancid fan and being on these like rancid boards and Facebooks. I kind of, you know, hover, you know, uh, or um, lurk on all these things. And because of this pod now, mm-hmm. and um,
1: <laughs> it's so funny being a rancid fan because in the summer, oh, I know the, where you're going the, with this. the summer, like, every it's week.
0: Like, Every other day is, like, an anniversary, <laughs> like, for this one strip of time, and then nothing. And then nothing, you know, and the rest right? of the like, 30th anniversary of this, twenty third yeah. anniversary of this album. And some of their birthdays are even around that time, too, so it's just, like, it's just, like, yeah, it's, like, it's it's been hilarious. It's been, like, 20th anniversary, 30th anniversary, 20th anniversary, like, uh, it's just, like, yeah. oh, my God, like, we got a, We just, got another
1: one coming up in a few weeks for Rancid 2000, because it came out yeah, on August exactly. 1st. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> oh my god
0: yeah from like it's like may through august is when all the records come out and they're very aware of that. <laughs> so yes uh so we just crossed the what the 20 30 what it uh, what are we on uh 20 Why my math 27 20, 28
1: 20, I don't know, 20 25th? 25th oh it must be 20 yeah because it came out in 98 25th yeah okay
0: yeah 25th anniversary of life won't wait uh which is horrific to think about but you know yeah Um, love to be old (laughs) love getting old (laughs) um yeah so uh lady liberty I, i always in my head has you know this is the rockabilly song this is the the psychabilly it's not really a psychabilly song it's a rockabilly song um it it is it has to be up until that point the most rockabilly song What's oh. bald face rockabilly song they had produced right? Like there was there was some stuff with a bluegrassy oh influence in like, a rockabilly. This definitely had this, right. Yeah,
1: this definitely feel like oh you guys have been hanging out with Tiger Army a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like, mean they <laughs> had just met Tiger Army, I think right? Like like two years before, and they were putting out the Tiger Army record. Yeah, very shortly. Like this is this is one hundred percent like like him going oh i really like psychobilly and rockabilly right. like i want to like i always had it. like there's a couple songs on i especially let's go i think were like the other ones that i think of mm-hmm. i can't i can't nail down in my head exactly which ones had that influence but like but not to but this they never like, did not, did, they never like got the bit ba- like upright bass, right <laughs> you know yeah and had the like the way yeah
1: and this is just yeah all the that stuff they they had taken the idea of like rockabilly or psychabilly and infuse like a song structure right yeah. and and kind of a, a vibe and but and put it into like street punk but this is yes. just fuck it we're doing a rocky rockabilly song
0: like matt get the bass but, yeah one <laughs> matt get your bass out and and brett again talking about the Dude. secret uh range of brett you know he's doing the plan on the edge of the you know uh, like he's, he, he's making that crack yep he's got it of the I mean, like he's doing all that interesting stuff. Like he—he he seems unafraid, you know, for being a self-taught, you know, like punk rock drummer. Like, you know, he's unafraid to go. Oh, okay, sure. Like I play like this. Like I play on the, right? You know, the, on you know I do this sort of extended tech like bluegrass technique where you play on the, the the frame of the drum. Yeah, okay, sure. That's how I play. Sure, I'll do it. You know, Why I'm not? assuming it's him. It's there's no guest musicians on this, so and and you gotta have a different swung pattern you know to be able to do rockabilly you know so i don't know like the dude is (laughs) wildly talented secret weapon man (laughs) yeah 100 percent. i know where people are probably sick of us talking about it but like yeah this is another very obvious performance by him of like um and yeah so like this you, you know which would become almost a trope in the ensuing years you know um well oh like the rockabilly uh, thing yeah the rockabilly thing the, like the the bluegrassy rockabilly sound would would invade in this weird like let's add rockabilly to discharge uh, in 2000 you know like that was a very odd thing that would happen <laughs> yeah where they were like the, the push and pull of Matt wanting to go I, I think it's Matt you know wanting to go more bluegrass and then you know Tim and Lars wanting to go more <laughs> hardcore right. i feel like I don't really know. That's a very, I'm sure, simplistic version of the story, but like, you know, that that seems to be what goes on. And then, like, and then it all
1: co- goes off the fucking rails on like. Dominoes. Yeah, and then they
0: really want to go. Like, L.A. You know, River. Into this ad- God. Yeah, you get L.A. River. <laughs> and, and Matt goes off and makes, you know, Devil's uh, Brigade, which is like a full Matt and Tim uh, record of rockabilly which is all matt singing and so i will play that when i want to you know mentally when i've trapped you when i wanted to mentally torture you thanks to give up secrets you know what i mean that's
1: that's that's this there's the ticket
0: (laughs) (laughs) if anybody wants to really yeah you know cursed interactions if you really hate
1: me and you really want to make my life hell like yeah Kidnap me and make me listen to that fucking shit
0: somebody reminded me that that i believe is also a historical thematic record
1: Uh, Uh, i don't know it that well oh yeah i'm looking at the oh my god i'm looking at it on wikipedia originally envisioned as a concept album about the construction of the golden gate bridge
0: that's right wow so, I think Tomorrow Never comes as like almost a sequel to that. Oh or my pre-requel. God.
1: Oh, I don't even know. <laughs>
0: Prequel, I yeah. guess. Prequel. Huh. Uh, yeah. Doesn't make so, me want to listen you know, to the
1: record anymore than I do, which is yeah, not at all. Um.
0: <laughs> anyway. So, uh, you know, just log that away that that exists. Um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously, like the bluegrass thing will come out harder and harder right. in in ranted from here like this is a t- if, it, you know it's kind of a footnote song in the larger ranted, but in a lot of ways it is this sort of moment of like oh no we can do this like we're fully capable and i would say it's very clear kind of playing along of like oh like Lars is really just in the same way that he's really really built for you know because punk and rockabilly vocal stylings you know there's a reason psychabilly works right like like he is as you know as much as he's built for punk he's very much built for rockabilly you know so like um i think this is a great like him going oh i could do this too you know what i mean like again in this sort of like the broadening that is life won't wait it's a really nice song and there's a real confidence it seems like a confidence builder song in, in certain ways right like it's just like Oh, they're very tight. They're very like, um, kind of brash, and they're very like, oh, I the, this is this arrow's in our quiver now. You know what I mean? And so, um,
1: or at least they think it is, and it never really.
0: Well, <laughs> and they they got more excited about that than I did. You know, and I was like, oh, that's the that's a cool rockabilly song. And, I think and, I think and, it and works I, in the context
1: of this record, but I don't know that it ever really works well. Like going straight rockabilly i i think yeah I,
0: I mean i think the 2000 thing was interesting right so if but that, that's what it begets right so that's cool but
1: like just the like the not the yeah because
0: that the later stuff that's like, oh man. yeah just purely just again i think when they completely put on the the larping you know what i mean like when they just put on an outfit of something else i care less than when they do their version of something you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. like when it's a spice versus a like oh we're just gonna pretend to be this other band for a little while for the most part doesn't work for me at least early in their career early and mid in their career was, it's like i was gonna say
1: how do you how do you say that and then yeah. troublemaker is a thing that we like. i was gonna say I was we're full to say of that. shit that's like, the I'm, whole point of this yeah, I mean, I if, if you haven't figured that know. out about this podcast yet then i don't i don't know <laughs> what you've been listening to
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> maybe i just have lower tolerance for rockabilly because it's such a larp i guess yeah you know what I no mean? It, i mean it, i think that's fair because so much of rockabilly is like right like there's like this like the really really roots rockabilly is almost all the way back to the 40s and then the 50s is like oh let's make that a national sound and that's already a larp right exactly like you know like and then it's like most people's version of rockabilly is the 70s reviving the 50s <laughs> you know like this like american graffiti happy days thing you know uh-huh. what I mean, right and like that's most people's vision of rockabilly and then it's like the 90s did it and it's like the roof rev- it's like the echo of the echo of the echo of right. the echo, and most people are remembering the 70s which was a memory of the 50s memory of and, the 40s. The 40s. and it's like you know what are we doing here you know yeah. and it's like it's like you're putting on your pool skirt skirt dress and it's like does it even remember what this was and that was a subversive ever and you know like um even by the time it got to national media in the 50s it was this weird watered down thing compared to yeah black and hillbilly artists right. I mean, and our, you it, know. If,
1: yeah it's like the further you get the further like the more it misses the point point. yeah it's like, mean, <laughs> it's like it's like you know it's like republicans playing born in the usa at their all their rallies or like yeah yeah all, it's the that's what it often feels like and i do think it
0: became more and more americana versus probably what it was which was like you know it's the same sort of thing of like hill- real hillbillies were these moonshiner rebels you know <laughs> right. what i mean like not redneck you know pro-americans you know right. what i mean like it's kind of that same it has a very similar vibe right, right? like of of uh, outlaws turning into pro-america you know like and so probably more directly than most right. of us because it's literally the same thing it's hillbilly rock right like um and it, also, I think it, it I react badly to it because it's, like, it is this, like, Tiger Army first record, whatever, I listened a lot. But, like, because it was on Hellcat and it was fine. I never,
1: but yeah, I never could do Tiger I, Army.
0: It was, like, just because I was, like, oh, this is, like, a listenable thing on Hellcat sure. that's different. But immediately what happened was... Because of that AFI Tiger Army thing, and I never, oh, I so deeply disliked AFI. Um, <laughs> I just couldn't. No, I'm, I I'm right
1: there with you. I just
0: so deeply can't. And um, because of that whole '90s Tim Burton goth thing, and like all of that stuff that happened, uh, we had this horrible detour in right in the middle of like, you know, like Hellcat. We were talking about giving the boot a few episodes ago and it was like first given the boot contact right con- you know had no rockabilly right and there was no psychobilly. you get second third fourth oh one, god and it's like 50 percent horror pops and necromantics and all this like stuff and it's just like tim had this a he was making a lot of money off of it i think it was by far the best selling stuff Probably. besides rancid yeah because that stuff was just you know we we're eating that if shit i up. could push it People were totally, like, it, it, it you know, really appeals to a wide group of people. It was very easy to sell in, like, that Hot Topic world. And then yeah. that moment, it was it was seen as this, like, punk rock alternative to new metal, which is so funny because it still is awful and, and missing the point as a lot of that stuff. But it, like, it felt like this, I don't know, and everything that could be even slightly garage rock was having a moment in the early, late 90s, early 2000s, and, like, People were just ready for it. And I just, it, it immediately added the the fourth pillar to, you know, Hellcat that I just was like, Ugh. you know, I just couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> it was not my favorite, you know? And I was like, ah, oh, I kind of found the, the first Tiger Army endearingly kind of messy, but like, this is getting a little annoying, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it's such a bummer, you know, that it's like, and also none of them were just interesting. The thing that I didn't like was the heightening of the super psychobilly, like part of it, right? Like, like this song's fine because it's just like a really good punky um, rockabilly song. Like, but the psychobilly, the pompadour is getting taller and taller and taller, and it's just the all... the topics getting thicker, thicker, thicker. Yeah, figger, it was figger, also figger, fucking corny, and like, yeah, it's like, and I can take very little doses, and I also understand that there's a whole other personality style that like really loves the cheese ball tim burton halloween sort of thing that is not for me but it's for other people i feel like it's but that's all it is right
1: well and i feel like it's for me anyway it's sort of adjacent to like the reasons i'm not into really i never really got into like no effects and like all Hmm. that
0: because it just it felt because it's all at arm's length there's no honesty to it. yeah and like i don't there's no like earnestness to it
1: yeah like there it just feels i don't know it, it, yeah and, and it's not that i need all my music to be all like serious all the time and all of these things um and all earnest All like I, I you know i listen to fun stuff you know i fucking like, yeah, yeah but i get what you're saying um, but the, this just it felt too like tongue-in-cheek wink wink like i don't know i mean maybe this may be less like it's not the same as the like no effects thing or whatever but it's well, in the it's same and same...
0: then it felt like a place to go like drink at the show and like hit on other punk rock girls not yeah. like, have a have an emotional moment with the band you know what i mean like like you're like looking for the toehold i would say like even as somebody who has lots of problems with no effects like i've had moments with no effects of like i think the reason they have the appeal is that they for the people who like no effects they would say, no, the thing that's good about them over like the Penny, yeah, other bands in that world. I don't know about Pennywise, but other Fat Records bands is that they do have those moments, but like, of like, he'll cut through with a moment of whatever. Mm-hmm. So the, the, their real fans like them for that reason. But I understand exactly what you're saying. Like, and I, that's exactly my feeling with the psych because it's such like playing a video game more than it is yes. about, <laughs> it feels more like playing a video game and putting on a character than, than, um, again larping than it does feeling somebody else's true emotions you know what i mean it completely feels, agree feels like acting and acting exercise which is not a bad thing and acting exercise sure. is fine it's not too different than kiss right or wrestling, right you know what i mean there's a reason these types of people kind of move together and, and like the same things like again not for me but not not gonna yuck somebody's room sure. but like it's the reason i don't like it right mm-hmm. because i don't have a real thing to hold on to that is about the real person you know what i mean yep. and so and that, that's the problem with rockabilly is it's all facade uh, yes i think that's it's not even the music it's like the music's whatever like i could learn to like good rockabilly sure you know I and mean? like that's fine and fun and like a lot of rants, it is sounds like good rockabilly you know what i mean but like why does it need to have that facade and a lot of it has to do with like i do think that there's more to to really paint paint in a broad brush there's more fashion there's more feminine energy and there's more like putting on an outfit you Mm -hmm. know and i think that was appealing to a broader more female centric you know like i do think there was some of that too Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that there was like Oh, we're gonna dress up and go to the show. You know, we're gonna put on our cool, like you know, kind of again more Tim Burtony, hot dog right. sort of goth. That was appealing. Like, what is your outfit gonna look like? You know, how over the top? And like, I don't want to undercut that either because that's like one hundred percent. a that, reason to like something you for know sure. What I mean? and,
1: and and honestly, like thinking about that aspect of it, it's like I, there's there's maybe something about that that it does not it doesn't make me uncomfortable, but it feels so foreign to me that i want to explore that and think about why because i in in um i don't know in in my head or in theory it's like i actually really like the idea of like getting dressed up and going to a show or going like you know like fully embracing that but i um for some reason i have a problem doing that so uh but also i've been part of scenes that i mean what the fuck i'm gonna go to the drone show dressed like what the (laughs) <laughs> like what do you you know i don't know maybe i'm jealous How khakis maybe, are your khakis yeah, right, you know right like, yeah, maybe i'm maybe i'm just yeah. jealous you know that i never
0: yeah i mean felt part of there's a, also a little bit of like fashion is is always fashion in every scene is such a two-way yeah, 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 yeah. sword mm-hmm. right like fashion can be the most inclusive thing and the most exclusive thing yeah. in, in it's like painfully violent in its sort of uh meanness yes. and also Tons of expression and fun, and also it feels like fashion 101, right? Like when it's you're you're following such a template,
1: right? right? Like
0: that's the street the problem with street punk, the problem with, horror, you know, yeah, this sort of horror candy lolly girl, whatever it is, right? Like it's like you're when you're following such a template, it's like good good first start, but like where do you go from there? Where to make it more interesting, right? Like like it, it kind of if that's your entry into becoming more expression mm-hmm. have more expression like great but like if that's as far as you go it's probably like oh, you're really following this template you know but who am i to say i'm gonna wear my shitty gray t-shirt and my whatever <laughs> yeah. pants and and that's some again in the same way i like that noisers were all kind of almost like it was rare to see any legit text on anything right. you know what i mean on any clothing there's a nice kind of a rejection of fashion, but then there's also this sort of annoyance of, like, lack of expression, too, right. you know what I mean, in the same yeah. way. So, yeah, who, who am I to right. say? Uh, do you have more to say on no, that? Sorry, no, I don't, no, 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 no. Do, nope, Okay. Nope. Uh, the only other thing I was going to say is, the themes of this is actually pretty interesting, though. I, I, I can't completely put my... Like, I, I don't completely know what it's trying to say. It's it's definitely talking about... Um, you know, a very, you know, it's a, it's a quote unquote political song. It's a Lady Liberty, and it's I do always love the Lady Liberty come down and bleed on me, bleed. I thought it was bleed for me. I believe it's bleed for me, isn't it?
1: I thought it was bleed for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think I grabbed shitty lyrics again for the fiftieth well, time. I mean, there's a lot of shitty. I don't know why. There, so <laughs> It, you had me believe that the streets are paved in gold that's it, that's a nice little and it's always presented as like this kind of what would you call that form that musical form where it's like kind of a start stop and then they kind of go into the song you know yeah it's a very rock it's a very thing. rockabilly thing i don't know
1: what the actual
0: technical term is because you know. i wonder if he had that and they're like oh we could do that as a rockabilly song i mean that wouldn't surprise
1: me. That does kind of seem, like, you know. I mean, I mean, that's how a lot of songs are. It's like I have this one idea that's a really this little riff. This one really, yeah, yeah. And now let's build around that. I mean, that's. Uh,
0: and if Tim's like, "Yeah, hey, you could do that as a rockabilly song. We've been meaning to do yeah. one for a while, and we've got more budget. Right you know, now's so the time. We can, like, actually, go record right. it. You know. Uh, uh. But yeah, like he's got this great little intro that that kind of does the but uh uh-huh, know, like, right kind of like <laughs> it starts and stops between each line, and then it kind of does that pick up bass line to get into the song, you know? kind of a it's an appealing hook right i i actually really do love that part of the song the rest of it's kind of got a throwbacky i feel like kind of um 80s cold war vibe to it yeah uh, yeah i mean there's a lot
1: of uh you know i mean contras the shouting it's contras versus i mean it has there's also to me a part of like oh america you know Policing the world and actually fucking make it, you know, oh, you know.
0: because yeah, we have like Afghanistan uh, versus the Kremlin. Right. And, or, uh, yeah, like,
1: yeah, it's <laughs> all these casualties of the Cold War. I mean, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like all these places that we've meddled with because of the Cold War, all those proxy wars. Yeah. And, and how the, you know, it's kind of, you know, the punk rock, the semi aware punk rockers, right. <laughs> you know, their take uh, on yeah. one. Well, it's their their one bugaboo is that they all know the Sandinistas. Right. You know, like, <laughs> as a teenager, the one thing you knew about Sandinistas, was the Sandinistas and, and Iran
1: and the Iran the... Contra, Iran right. Contra, the
0: whole thing, you knew a little bit about it because like the Clash made a whole record called Sandinista, right. and and like Rage Against the Machine would talk about Sandinistas, and you know, like all these things, you know, it was like one of the few that you are know, like, I know about Tibet, I know about right. Sandinistas, uh. you know, like there's certain <laughs> things you kind of because of like media, right? Exactly. And, like, and I knew, you know, very simplistic kind of teams based, you know, I'm sure I probably would know more, but like, or I would l- agree if I knew more, sure. but like, there's pro you know, there's a high chance I'd be like, yeah, pro Sandinista. But like, there's also a little bit of like, yeah, I like Sandinistas because somebody told me to like right. Sandi- this, you know, and fucking, you know, CIA was backing the Contras and they were the more um puppet government for conservative puppet government for that are anti-communist and and part of the cia plot and it's like okay sure. yeah that certainly sounds like something i don't yeah. like but like i don't know much past right. that, you know what i mean like that's it's it's kind of that classic and i bet that's a majority of the people who know those words <laughs> who are like punk rock kids who are like yeah pro sandinista you know uh i'm sure don't go much further than that too so I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting... And, like, why did why did this song... It also is about, like, the promise. Like, somehow wrapping that up with the promise of... Maybe there was some nugget he had. I feel like that's the only thing I could, like, wrap all this together of, like... Okay, all that's true in the 80s. And then somebody maybe involved in this or, or just the idea of all that. And then you come and find America in the late 90s and it's like oh, this isn't some magical place. Right. This is just yeah. the place, everything's shitty. You know what I mean? Like here too. Like like, why were they fighting so hard for this thing to like destabilize all these other countries? If like their uh, the, their backyard, is they don't fucked. have anything themselves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a yeah.
1: fire and everybody's.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. It's on fire and nothing's paved. Which is, yeah, I like the I like the twist of like the streets are paved in gold. They're not even paved. You know, right? Um, like that's a good that's a good line and that's a good idea and so as far as this sort of as far as a political song that has lards on it this is a pretty direct um for rants, yeah. this is a pretty direct song you know like we we always talk about how they tend to operate on a higher more yeah yeah, yeah. they either go more uh, metaphorical or they go more more personal right they tend to not sit in the middle around like right like talk about specific topics or anything like that but this one does feel more yeah just directly chatting about the topics. yeah so i i do find this song to be very i like that song structure i like that stop start at the beginning of each um verse that's kind of like a pre-chorus or something and um i think brett is wonderful obviously matt's kind of in rare form He well, if, have to do his little yeah. walking bass thing and you know you're like yeah you were kind of built for right. this um i do think it, it it sort of belies a future that maybe it wasn't yeah the best right yeah <laughs>
1: i do wonder like what people think of this like where you sort of place it in the hierarchy or the pantheon of life won't wait like because like for yeah, me like it's there's... like bottom half like it's not like i like it it's fine like it's just not one of my favorites i don't know it's yeah i'm I'm. I'm just curious where other people like I, people maybe fucking love it i don't know
0: i don't know yeah i don't feel like it's a song i hear exactly about. I feel like i saw it on one of the maybe i'm crazy but i feel like i saw it on a um set list really? from the euro tour i swear to god i thought i think i saw it and i was like really lady liberty wow um
1: that would be wild. Yeah,
0: and I think it's because Brandon plays the bluegrass songs. Uh, like, he, yeah, he likes to play the bluegrass songs. So, um, uh, I don't know. That I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like the. I, I could look, but I don't want to look.
0: Yeah. I don't know, there's a bunch of them. But the other thing is, um, for me. It's less about this song and more like there's these chunks of songs that kind of go by real fast. Mm-hmm. And I know I say this about all Rancid albums, but like that sort of run that includes State House and and 1998, like it fits really well in that. And it's part of the texture of those. Like it, it's like I don't think the that chunk would work as well without it. And I think when you pull it out and you look at it, you're like, oh, this is a fun little song. But what is it? But it's like, again, I think it's one of those songs that gets that gets saved as as many songs do in Rancid's discography. Gets saved by the sequencing. You know? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense.
0: So, huh? all right. So, what are we talking about next time?
1: Okay. So, we've we've kind of danced around this and mentioned it a little bit. This, um, in recent episodes, previous episodes, I don't know. I think it's. I think we need to have a real sort of come to Jesus talk about an outcome, the wolves. And we're going to do that through the sort of, in my mind, like anthem of all rancid anthems avenues and alleyways.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: Yeah. So cool. All right. Uh, (laughs) As always, everybody, thanks for listening. You can leave us a voicemail. Um, You can holler at us on Twitter, Instagram, at RancidPod. Send us an email. Join the Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com slash... Eleventh Hour podcast? I don't know, man. Go look at our link tree. It's all in our links. Yeah, just yeah. go to our links. You, everything, everything you need to yell at us is there, or to support <laughs> us. If you know, you'd rather support us than yell at. Us. Or you could do both. Like as if you.
0: You can do both. You can yell at us better. If exactly. You
1: us. I I am much more likely to listen to, or something. One hundred percent. So, um, but until <laughs> until that time comes. i'm trying to remember how the song goes right now. <laughs> that's how like deep in the weeds i am and other things
0: oh my
1: god <sighs> perfect you got it nailed got it? nailed it it's
0: like you don't need to even listen to the song yeah that's the episode guys thank you high Costa still living that's the only thing i can ever think about when i hear this song <laughs>